Here, brother, sister, are you ready when the Lord appears? Lift up your heads. Are you looking for the Savior's coming? Do you keep yourselves ready? Are you busy or are you standing around idle? The signs of the time point to the Savior's coming. Also I want to praise Him throughout all eternity. My garments shall shine when I go to meet Him. comes and then the marriage supper starts. Jesus comes and then the marriage supper starts. We greet all brothers and sisters, all friends worldwide who are joining us online to this broadcast, to this biblical word observation with Brother Frank wholeheartedly. We are grateful for God's revealed living word 
which is preached unto us. May the Lord bless us now through the hearing of His Word. Speaking to us, preparing us for His soon coming. As an introduction, I read us a word from the Scripture. From Ephesians, chapter 3, from verse 14, Ephesians, chapter 3, from verse 14, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole fatherhood in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his grace, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, and depth, and height. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Bis hinaus auf alle Geschlechter aller Zeiten der Ewigkeit. Amen. Wir bitten jetzt, Bruder We ask now, Brother Frank. Auch ich möchte alle I also sehr, would like to greet all of you very warmly. Wir sind Gott We are grateful to God. Grateful with all our hearts that we can have these broadcasts. Many phoned or wrote emails as on last Sunday, the Zurich Sunday in particular, who were blessed. We thank the Lord God that all the world, all brothers and sisters, in all peoples and tongues, can hear 
can experience what God is doing according to His Word in our days. Today, we will go briefly into it. That what we experience right now on natural catastrophes, everywhere something is happening. It's not just about climate change. Everything changes. Everything becomes different. Nothing remains as it once was. And every time we may emphasize the words of our Lord anew, when you see these things coming to pass, then lift up your heads, for your redemption is drawing near. We truly arrived in the last phase of the time of grace. And we thank the Lord who himself has given the instruction that the message of salvation of Jesus Christ will be preached unto all nations for a witness and then the end shall come. And brothers and sisters, we have the divine commission to emphasize that the New Testament Church must be there where she was at the beginning. Acts 2 verse 42 and they continued in the apostles' doctrine in prayers in the breaking of bread they continued in the doctrine of the apostles and if we then look upon the 2000 year time span then they all deviated. All churches have their own teachings. They all believe that what they themselves have established in their statement of faith. And if we then think about that 245 dogmas were proclaimed and the Bible says no one has the right to add something to the word or to take away from it and all added all have taken away all did what they liked to do. 
and brothers and sisters. We don't judge. We just say it with very great pain. Especially if one has read for so many years church history and the several looked at the several councils what kind of discussions went on there, especially about the Godhead. And then there's a whole book about the presentation of the Trinity. So many photos, Trinity so and so, so and so. And if one then thinks about that the word Trinity is not a single time written in the Bible. Not a single time it speaks of three eternal persons. One may not even think about all these things. Otherwise, the tears have to drop down. But our task it is to not waste time with this. We will correct no one. God alone knows his own and his own hear alone his voice. We have heard it in the word of introduction Every fatherhood that is in heaven and on earth goes back to our beloved Father in heaven. And brothers and sisters, this must be said here very clearly. In all of the Old Testament, the announcement of the birth of the Son of God is the main thing. It's the main thing. Thou art my Son. Today I have begotten thee. And in the Sunday, in the Zurich Sunday, we spoke about it. Especially about the Lord's Prayer. Who can really say, My Father? Who can pray? In which church can be prayed, Our Father, who art in heaven? Not our Lord, not our God, but our Our Father. When did we become sons and daughters of God? Since when can we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven? Something must have happened. A begetting must have taken place. A birth must have taken place. 
Sons and daughters must be there who can worship God in spirit and in truth. And therefore, our Lord said, ye must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And only he who has received eternal life by faith in Jesus Christ can live eternally. And let us say it once again. When our Lord was about to ascend into heaven, he said, I ascend to my God and to your God, to my Father and to your Father. He was not ashamed to call us his brethren. For also we were begotten by the Holy Spirit, born again unto a living hope by the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. About this there are enough scriptures which bear record to this. My request is today that all who hear this sermon worldwide that they really could say sincerely Dear Father in heaven Hallowed be thy name. That we really have become true children of God. I say it once again. Born again unto a living hope. Out of children of men became children of God. Brothers and sisters, this is the core of our proclamation. But now, coming back to the place, and they continued in the doctrine of the apostles. Brothers and sisters, let us say it honestly. God in the past centuries he could use men who preached the word and as far as it was given to them they could pass it on. After the 1000 years of the dark age where only one church ruled on earth and nobody else had the right to live except those who belong to this Roman church. All the others, all the others 
had to give their lives. But then came the Reformation and also earlier there were revivals which God had given. We don't want to go into details of the several names and denominations, but it must be said It were reformers. They reformed what they could reform. For they found out that in the Roman Church no doctrine, no practice is in conformity with the Bible. Also about this, we don't want to go here into details. But all remained in certain unbiblical doctrines, be it the doctrine of the Trinity or the triune baptism. Also here, we don't want to go into detail. We just want to emphasize that we now must return to to the doctrine of the Apostles, really 100% back to the beginning, we must return. And brothers and sisters, to this we will read some scriptures and will mention Brother Brenham whom God could use in a special way. And let me say it already here now. All the others were reformers. But Brother Brenham was a true prophet promised by God who carried out his ministry, his commission, as certain as it is written in Malachi 3 of John the Baptist, that he would go before the Lord to prepare his way. Behold, I send my messenger before me. In several scriptures in the New Testament, it is confirmed, especially also in John 1. But right in John 1 is written after the ministry of John the Baptist, It says, Elijah truly shall first come and restore all things. John the Baptist came in the spirit and in the power of Elijah. And as our Lord himself said, Whom did you want to see? 
You went out. Did you want to see a prophet? I tell you, more than a prophet. For on, on him, on John the Baptist, applies the scripture of the Lord. Behold, I send the prophet Elijah. Brothers and sisters, our Lord confirmed it. Why? Because in the promise, in Malachi 4, two direct promises are written. The first one referred to John the Baptist. He will turn the heart of the fathers to the children. But in our time, the second part came to fulfillment. He will turn the heart of the children of God back to the faith of the apostolic fathers, not the heads, but the hearts. Man believes, of course, with all his heart. And therefore, we have to point to it and we have to emphasize that we witness right now what the Lord promised and what would precede the second coming of Christ, the return of our Lord. And this is the most important message in this time. Back to God. Back to the Word. Thy will be done in all sons and daughters of God on earth as it is in heaven. All the others They will continue on their own ways. They will remain in their churches. They will continue in their doctrines. But all sons and daughters of God, they will not only pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But with them, in them, and through them, it will become a truth. It will become true. Namely, the calling out, the preparation. And in this end time message, Everything is included, the evangelistic part, the teaching part, the prophetic part, everything is included and must be proclaimed. We must be brought up to date in the, King, in the Word of God. And the Lord takes care for it. He has taken care for it. Now, let us read some scriptures, please. 
Wir read 1. Peter, Chapter 2, Vers 6 to 10. 1. Peter, Chapter 2, from verse 6 to 10. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be put to shame. One moment, please. He who puts his trust in him shall not be put to shame. Say Amen. That's how it is written. That's how it is. And that's how it remains. He who believeth on him, the precious cornerstone, he who puts his trust in Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, will not be put to shame. Please. Verse 7. Unto you, therefore, who trust, who believe, he is precious. But unto the unbelievers, the stone which the builders rejected, the same is made the chief cornerstone. Also here we can stop. One is the believer who put their trust in the Lord. The others are the unbelievers and they will put to shame because they don't believe. Please. Verse 8 And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient whereunto also they were appointed. Also here something must be said. They stumble in their disobedience Brothers and sisters, faith and obedience belong together from the very beginning. Unbelief and disobedience are the couple which leads to perdition. And brothers and sisters, if it is then still written of the unbelievers, whereunto they are appointed, it hurts. It is such a pain that people cannot believe. Is God not credible? Is God's word not credible? Is the Bible not credible? Is the redemption not credible? Is not that what God has given us in Christ credible? Whom do you believe? I believe God. Abraham believed God. 
and the true believers believe only that what God has said in his word and therefore they will not be put to shame please verse 9 But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Blessed and praised be our Lord. Addressed to the believers, ye are a chosen, a holy nation, found grace in the sight of God. They believe what the Lord has given to us. You are, not you will be in the future. Ye are children of God. Ye are sons and daughters of God. Ye are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, kings and priests for our God. Please, believe it. Dedicate your life to the Lord. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Repent. Repent. Confess to the Lord all the things which were not right before Him. Humble yourselves before him. Be converted to him. Receive our Lord and Savior. Accept him. Then it is fulfilled as many as received him. To them gave he power to become the children of God, even to them who believe on His name. I am convinced that whoever, whoever now believes God belongs to the church of the firstborn, belongs to them who experience their preparation for the rapture by His grace. Receive it and thank the Lord for it. Please. Verse 10. Who in time past were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Thanks and honor be to our God. 
once not his people, but now sons and daughters of the living God. Brothers and sisters, God has given us promises. Let us say it with great pain. In all churches, it is being continued as throughout the centuries. The same doctrines, the same sermons, all pray the Lord's Prayer, all are satisfied with themselves. But those who really found grace with God recognize the promises which are now being fulfilled before the return of Jesus Christ and experience it personally not only the conversion and the new birth and the renewing and the infilling with the Holy Spirit, but everything what goes with it and what the Lord has given to us by grace, we may experience. And let me say it time and again, true children of God are children of promise as the Redeemer was promised in all of the Old Testament and all the promises which referred to Him were fulfilled in Him and through Him. Just in the same way, we are children of promise we believe the word of promise and receive everything what God has given to us by His grace. Especially what concerns the ministry of Brother Brenham. One has to say it over and again in every sermon. In our time, God did great things. What did not happen during the 2,000 years, this happened in our time. And by grace, I could be an ear and eyewitness of this promised ministry blessed by God. Ten years I was an eye and ear witness. I'm an ear and eye witness of that, what God has done in our time by His grace. Let us read another scripture, please. We read 1 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 5 to 7. 1 Timothy 2, 5 to 7. For there is one God and one mediator 
between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am, I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. Paul had a direct call and he was faithful in his commission which he had to carry out. Brothers and sisters, that is what matters. That the Lord gives a sending, that he gives a commission, giving precise instructions what shall be done. And Paul reflected it gratefully that he was ordained to be a preacher, to be an apostle, to testify in due time to setting forth everything And his main commission was addressed to the nations. And he could say that he has carried out the commission which was given to him by the Lord himself, by grace. He faithfully carried it out. So did Brother Brenham. And if God gives grace, it will also be able to be said in this time that the divine commission was carried out precisely and all sons and daughters of God, all the elect, have part in that what God is doing right now. Let us read on. We read from 2 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 to 5. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reproof rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers 
having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Brothers and sisters, to this one doesn't have to say anything anymore. In all churches, people, men and women are trained, they are all taught, in all churches, there are chairs, seminars, all have to study, but where is the truth? Brothers and sisters, this scripture was called out to Brother Brennan three times loudly. Read 2 Timothy 4 and do the work of an evangelist. What shall one say to all of it? The Lord has given grace that everything could be said and that the commission was carried out. How grateful I, Brother Frank, can be that this scripture with a mighty voice, yes, one could say with an emphasis, it was told to me, my servant, arise and read 2 Timothy 4. There are so many things which the Lord has done. Sometimes it can even happen that one mixes up a date and a city. But the Lord God knows all things. He knows what it's about, namely about that His Holy Word is preached in truth. May doctrines be proclaimed left and right. That remains an open question. Our task is to proclaim the Holy Word. And let us say it once again. Only that what is written down as a doctrine of the Apostles in the New Testament only that is valid for the church of the living God is valid for all sons and daughters of God all the others they can believe what they like they can do what they like but our faith is according to the scripture and therefore our Lord also could say he had to say he who believes in me as the scripture has said not as churches and people say but as the scripture has said and so we believe 
exactly as the scripture says. Let us read on. 2 Timothy 4, verse 5. Remain sober in all. Be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Yes, to this I only can say, Dear Lord, who you called me with an audible voice, who you commissioned me, who you sent me to carry the last message into all the world, give me grace that only that is being said what you have said in your word. I want to be found as the faithful servant who rightly divides the word of truth, who gives out the spiritual food and that all ministering brethren are having part in the giving out of the spiritual food of the revealed Holy Word so that the church was brought back into lockstep as Brother Brenham has seen it 1964 that the church came out of lockstep And then then he also has seen that the bride was brought back into lockstep, into full conformity conformity with the precious and holy word of God. And that's what's all about now in the proclamation. Full conformity with God and God's word. Please. We read from 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16 and 17. 2 Timothy 4 verse 16 and 17. At my first answer no man stood with me but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all Gentiles might hear And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Everybody all over the world have surely heard of that Satan, 1979, wanted to destroy me and the work of God and that all brothers left me 
that no one was loyal and faithful to me. Of course, except our beloved brothers, Leonard Rus and Paul Schmidt, of which the Lord called out to me very loudly, My servant, ordain me, Leonard Rus, for an elder and put Paul Schmidt next to his side. And this I did. And these two brothers remained faithful also during that time when all turned away. But that is no longer important. But God was faithful and He brings His work through the proclamation to the completion. Everything is now being brought to the completion. Everything is being restored. Everything comes back into its original condition. No single strange doctrine, only that what is really written. And as certain as the Lord God has spoken out the commission, so certain he watches over all whom he called, over all whom he sent, and over his word, which we carry on by his grace. And brothers and sisters, as certain as Brother Brenham at least 80 times repeated what he was told on the 11th of June 1933 that the message which he would bring would forerun the second coming of Christ. As John the Baptist then at the first coming of Christ brought the message. So this last message, we call it the end time message, is brought so that all sons and daughters of God who truthfully can pray our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Let me stop here for a moment. Father, in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What is the name of the Father? If it was said in the Great Commission and baptized them into the name of the Father, Son and Holy Ghost, then we of course know that our God has revealed Himself as Father in heaven in His only begotten Son our Lord on earth 
and in the church by the Holy Spirit but in the name in the New Testament covenant name we all have the name Jesus in our languages in Hebrew Yah Yahweh the covenant name there is no other name under heaven given among men in which they can be saved in which they can be baptized in which they can be healed in which they can be blessed no other name but the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what did the church fathers do? They had no revelation at all. They even translated Matthew 8, abbreviated. They just said, and baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's how it is not written at all. It is really written in the original text and baptized them into the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. So, we are grateful to God with all our hearts. And shall I make the remark here? that in the Trinity formula never a blessing was pronounced only one curse after the other from the year 321 the Jews were cursed in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost All were cursed in this formula, in this formula, at the seven crusades. This was the main thing that the curse is pronounced in the name of the Father, of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Not a single time this formula was used by the churches then. I don't know how it is today. Not, 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 not one single time used for a blessing. But the name of the New Testament church, thou shalt call his name Jesus. Blessed and praised be the Lord. All blessings which were pronounced in the New Testament. Salvation, healing, deliverance, whatever it was, everything happened in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every baptism. Acts 2, 38. Acts 8, verse 16 and 17. Acts 10, verse 48. Acts 19, verse 5 and 6. Romans 6, verse 3 and 4. My God in heaven, who will read once more the Bible? Who will unload the curse once more which the Trinity brought about? 
God is not a three eternal God. The Son was not begotten in eternity. We have the New Testament. Come out. Come out from the Babylonian captivity. Be set free in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Not a single time the Trinity formula was taken into the mouth of a man of God or used by him. In the Bible, it is not written. What shall one say to it? Our time is up. Let us summarize what it's all about. Really, the end of the end time has come upon us. Everything what the Lord foretold happens with Israel and Jerusalem is of course mentioned in the Bible more than 800 times. Everything is taking place on earth among the people and it will come to the point that the word of the Lord which went forth from Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost will again go forth from Jerusalem anew. For thus it is written, the plan of salvation of God will come to fulfillment. But firstly, all the catastrophes, the perilous times, the earthquakes, the famines, yes, all the pestilences, one after the other, Everything comes and all notice that somehow it has become different. The true believers have the biblical orientation. They know in what phase we arrived. And we may lift up our heads for our redemption is drawing near. In closing, once again, the admonition, may all who hear now the last word message, believe it. May they only believe what is written. And all, as Paul could testify, that through his ministry, the completion was made. Everything he proclaimed, nothing is missing, and we preach also everything, the whole counsel of God, and all who are of God, hear God's word. Some stumble through unbelief and disobedience, the others arise and are edified in the faith and in obedience. This is the most important time period in the history of mankind, the most important phase in the church of the living God. And he who has an ear, let him hear 
let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches through the word. Be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And in particular, all ministering brethren in all peoples and tongues. Today I did not extend any greetings. Such a fullness of greetings from everywhere. We are happy that we may be joined with the Lord and joined with one another. To our God be the honor throughout all eternities. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us stand up. Brother Borg will still pray with us. Heavenly Father, we thank you with all our hearts for your precious word which we have heard now. Thy word is the truth. Everything will pass away. Everything will cease. But your word remains forever. We thank you that we may still hear these words now. That they speak to us. That they prepare us for your soon coming. We thank you for everything in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. When my walk is over, on that glorious morning in glory your home in glory is prepared for me above the clouds in glory I have a home a mansion above the clouds get tired but there the Lord is on my side on all my ways the blessing of God is leading me I will see Jesus above the clouds There in glory, 
there I have my mansion in the heavenly home above the clouds. Savior is calling you. My heart is longing for. The Lord wants to save you for eternity. To take all the godly home above the clouds. There in glory, there I have a mansion, a heavenly home, above the clouds. 